0: So cool. Let's just, right off the bat, let's get started. What's your story? Um, How'd you get into music production, like, in the first place?
1: So when I was, like, 15, I'm 28, or, yeah, 28 now. When I was 15, I was on Diablo, Diablo 2, and I was gaming, and I met a person on there, and basically, essentially, he told me about uh, a program that he uses to make beats, and it was FL Studio 5 at the time. So he told me about it, and I was super interested. He emailed me some of his beats on, like, uh, like AOL email, like AOL Instant Messenger, and then I told him like, "Yo, this is really cool. I'm actually interested in like this is something I'm interested in because I was always in music. I, I was in band and stuff, so uh, music always struck something like a chord with me. So, essentially, he uh, sent me over at FL Studio, and that's pretty much how I got started. And from there, i literally have not stopped. I've just I've taken like little breaks over time, but um, not not more for like a month or or something. But yeah, but that's what I started making beats. Gosh, 15. 14 years ago almost. Wow. Man, that's crazy. It's
0: it's all about the uh, consistency. Um, You know, you you live in L.A., right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I got this question a lot, and I think people ask this question a lot, but do you think it's crucial for producers, uh, rappers, singers, you know, to live in the L.A. area? Or do you think, you know, now we have, you know, obviously the internet. Um, Do you think it's, people are going to be at the same time? level
1: of you know ready to achieve something if they live in another area you know right i don't think you necessarily need to live anywhere to uh, do this full-time with music there's so many different avenues you can take now and it's just growing and growing but if if there's a specific avenue you want to take like being more involved with the industry and being in the studio with people i definitely think la is dope because you're able to network with a lot of different hungry people as well as like atlanta and stuff like that so i don't think it's essential for sure you definitely right. do not need it but it is you know it is good to be able to network like that
0: right i'm sure it's like easier to network with people you know if like because there's a lot of podcasts that i'm you know i'm in north carolina um okay so yeah it's it's really uh it's really a balance like a lot of people move down there and they think it's crucial it's not crucial but like you said it, it, i'm sure it helps a lot um for sure but, you know, obviously you're going down the uh, content creation route um, of right. things. Uh, do you have any tips for people who are producers that are trying to um, go down the same con- content route rather than just, you know, making beats and selling music and all that, um, which is cool, which is fine. Um, but more the content side of things and the tutorials and the, you know,
1: mm-hmm. um, would you have any tips for people trying to do that? I think that... uh what i've been learning because this isn't something that i've been doing for a long time like i i did make content back you know like six or seven years ago when i was in college uh, and i was making content while i was doing that but i stopped and then now that i'm back on it i realized that it's super, like one of the most important things if you really try to build a brand and if you are trying to do that no matter how much experience you have i really think that you should stay true to your story tell your story tell as much about your story as possible like wherever you're from what you've been through what, what led you to music share that with people there's going to be people who connect with that like you can be interested in pretty much anything there's somebody who's going to be able to resonate with that so i think that as long as you're true to your story um you know you can really really take this thing to the next level yeah yeah for sure um
0: who are your like top let's say 3 content creators that you you know you you watch their content you know you like their stuff
1: i watch this guy named a nerds world. And the reason why I watch him, he's, he's low key right now. He's not, he's not big, he has like right. 15 subscribers, but he is a person who's made it inside of his niche, his industry, and he does web development. He's based in Canada and he's making content now. He's already big in Canada, but he's making content now so he can spread. And I think I learned a lot about from him because he has a lot of like core values with family, but he's a hustler and he just shows you how if you compound and you stay consistent over time, this will pay off. It doesn't matter if it takes 10 years or fifteen years, or, or five years, whatever, how long it takes, as long as you stay with it, it'll pay off. So I think he's a good example of that, and he gives a lot of good information about like SEO and stuff. I like him. I like Curtis King. I think Curtis King, yeah, yeah, is pretty much the the staple. I was fortunate enough to be a uh, part of the music producer event that he had twice, so I met him a couple times. But he just ha- he has it. He has exactly what you need. I feel like all the information you need as far as like keeping the mindset right, keeping the yeah. music part of it right, and he just has the whole site the whole picture of it, um, as like a human being creating. So I like Curtis King. And then another person I really like is Adam Ivy. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, following Adam Ivy for a while. I took his master um, and I've known him like, of I've known of him for like a long time now. So I like him and I like producer grind, you know, Cinematics I really like the big ones. Uh, Yeah. Facts. So yeah, those are like the big ones for sure.
0: Yeah, man, cinematics producer grind. You know, they really spark a lot of creativity um, and just knowledge. You know, like marketing knowledge into the sure. uh, producer world. It's, I uh, saw
1: you on. I saw you on producer grind. Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. How was that? That was pretty cool, dude. I didn't expect to be on there. Honestly, like <laughs> I saw, I saw. Uh, shout out Produ- producer grind, especially Dylan. For sure. um, I saw, yeah. I saw um, Dylan's story, like uh, CEO Dylan, and I was like. He was like, you know, I'm taking live, you know, people on here. So, you know, tune in and you'll should, you be able to hop on. And I was Mm -hmm. like, whoa, this is my opportunity um, to hop on and, you know, not only get advice from one of the top dogs, but like also like, you know, network with other people that saw the podcast. That's honestly one of the biggest, that's honestly like a big portion into like how much value um, that brought me, you know, like it wasn't just the advice but like like the 20 people that hit me up were like dude i love your content let's do something right Same. after that was insane that,
1: that's why i followed you because i saw i saw you on there and then i looked at your content and i was like oh this kid this kid has it man like this is right this it's, is dope. so you i like it like i like your stuff it was cool seeing you on there yeah i appreciate it yeah I, I was i woke up i didn't even
0: know about the show <laughs> and i just checked the story and then i'm on the show it's like insane so dope. you know how much you, what, what you can do in like one day for sure um, it's a really tough idea but yeah yeah um what are your future plans with uh you know your youtube channel because i know you you just opened it up um and you're making videos on there um but like for, uh, same same here you know like we've been right. making tutorials and stuff they get like 50 views right, right it's right. kind of like ah man i wish it's- he's got like a couple of thousand would be more fulfilling you know but like right, right. uh what are
1: your plans you know uh, I'm just being patient with it right now, and just telling as much as like I was mentioning earlier, my story as possible, and also trying to really inform like the younger producer, rapper, artist, like cre- content creator generation in general, is that like this stuff compounds over time. So, though like the results may be small now, but if you be patient with it, you, it's like watering a plant. You just gotta be patient with it, and over time, it's just it, it'll grow. I've seen yeah. it happen multiple times, and I, I and I truly believe in that. So. Right now, my plan is just to inform as many people. Like right now, I work for a company that makes music for TV shows. I not just do like the composing, like the producer part of it, but I also work the admin part of it. So I like a lot of the submissions that are sent through, I see, uh, and I approve, I get to approve or disapprove and say like, oh, this person will actually work out for our, our library. Uh, I set an editing base and like watched how they edit TV shows. I was able to do like go to like award shows and stuff like that because of it. So uh, I'm actually, my last day is actually Friday. I put my... I've been oh, working wow. there for six years. Yeah. damn. I was been working there for six years, but I decided that I want to actually focus way more on this content part of it. So I'm putting that to the side and then kind of merging, uh, the producer world with the TV world and have some stuff working on behind the scenes with that. But I'm just trying to inform people about like the TV side of it. Um, the content side of it, like I'm, I'm about to start streaming. I, I did like a test stream last night and then, uh, and then I have like a website going on. I'm going to give it people like game them like right now a lot of people are making websites and making blogs and if you look at the big mm. people like sidematics if you look at um, splice you go to output if you go to a lot of these like vsts or like or like uh, beat stars they all have blogs and the reason why is because it ranks you high in seo and it so when a person like google's how do you create a podcast and if you put content out on a blog and then you put your youtube video and there right like a little excerpt on there and have the certain keywords It'll show higher in people's rankings, and that's going to grow your your channel. So that's something that I'm working on right now, uh, behind the scenes, to make this grow. Dang, dang, that's that's really really
0: uh, smart because a lot of people go in completely not knowing what they're doing, um, without like a general idea or plan. And that's really sure. that's really cool. That um, yeah, I think, um, you know, it's it's interesting. A lot of people want to start a YouTube channel, or um, but. But it's the, it's the same stuff. You can't just you can't post the same regurgitated regurgitated content. Um, right. It's like uh, you can't. I think I forgot who was talking about this, but you know it was really interesting. Um, it's only the if you if you look on YouTube, it's only like the top guys with the top tutorials that are actually performing well. It's you know if you just make a tutorial called like Drake type beat or like right. how to make a beat like Drake or something like that, it's you're not going to do very well you need to expand into you know um into different like genres and um, areas like that but but anyway um you know you have a beat store and um i just want to talk a little bit about selling beats online um you know there's a lot of like debate about this right now because um Mm. in my opinion there's it's oversaturated um not saying you can't be successful but right. there's tons of producers compared to rappers selling beats or at least putting beats out out there. So, like, um, you know, what are some of the ways that have worked best for you, whether that's a beat store, beat stars, um, funnels, anything like that? You know, just share your story a little bit. Uh,
1: yeah. So I started selling beats online a long time ago, like on the SoundClick era. And back then it was it was I would consider it saturated just because it got to the point where it, it peaked. Right before the transition into Beat Stars, there was SoundClick and a, a lot of like people like Superstaro. I'm sure you're familiar with um, Gummy Beats. All yeah. of them were on SoundClick, and uh, I, I never really popped off on there. I hit it like the top. If you hit a top 100 charts on there, you were making money easily. You're getting yeah. sales. Yeah. um And and that was like the early stages of YouTube too. So I had a lot of success early doing youtube but i didn't realize that youtube was bringing a lot of sales and I, I i didn't put two and two together i was too young i wasn't educated enough on that part of it and it's like the marketing and, and everything like that so i kind of like flopped and then switched over to making music for tv but uh going back to beat stars i think that it is saturated but if you're able to understand how to maneuver through it it'll pay off so creating content for me like on instagram starting an instagram and really putting Work into it, increase my sales. Collaborating with people—that that's a big thing too. I think that a lot of people are sleeping on the fact that one, you can pay for collaborators with these bigger, uh, you know, these bigger people on BeatStars who are hitting the top 100 charts, who are able to get consistent sales. So if you just pay like 25, 50 dollars, or whatever they offer, like 100 dollars, you're going to be able to get a little bit more sales. And I recommend doing that. I've tested it with Instagrammers. I wouldn't do that with certain Instagrammers, but I would do that with people who are ranking high on BeatStars. Oh, really? yeah you can see who's top selling on BeatStars. stars they have a tab on the top right okay. so you can see who's a top selling song so i recommend collaborating with them and just homies too that you meet in like discords uh that you networked online that kind of helps you know bring a, a bigger fishnet and then uh, making sure you're capturing the emails that really helps email marketing is a big part of it um because a lot of like you know SoundClick died and a lot of people died with it yeah but the people who lasted are the people who had their emails so I think that uh if you know how to maneuver it make content a lot of con- like what you're doing right now i think it's gonna pay off you know it's, it's paying off i'm sure like for if if somebody took that route you know it would pay off right, because right. It's, you know that's just building your brand and people want to buy with the, like a brand they could get they get connected to a brand
0: yeah yeah i mean uh i I'll, I'll always talk about this brand is about what people think about your brand if that makes sense like um Mm -hmm. if someone had a like a negative uh review or like something didn't work for them uh let's just say one of your youtube videos flopped um you know you get like 50 views let's say you usually get five thousand per video but some something about it just flopped someone's going to see that and judge you and you can't really control that um right so it's it's the matter you can't obviously no one's perfect you know and you can't just um fear people judging you you know like what gary yeah, b says know. but like um so like do your thing but um it's really hard for a lot of people to you know have that quality standard um right especially with the right, right software and editing tools and all that but um anyway yes yeah, it's, it's it's interesting how beat stars works like instagram you know it's obviously way different because it's like a store but right. um paying other people to promote you is like a very common thing um, right. on many platforms. And uh, uh, I do not suggest paying for promo on Instagram. Kind of like you said, it's, you know, $5 for a story shout out. You know, it's not going to get you many followers. Um, you probably get more followers from just having a post go viral or something like that, or on the explore page. Uh, right. Which is free. But um, do you think, a lot of producers this is the thing when i get a little um caught up i think this is a roadblocker for a lot of producers you know especially beat makers and in, in that world you know gabe from legion beats you know his thing legion beats is insanely you know awesome and professional and it's really right. inspiring for a lot of people but um the thing is a ClickFunnels subscription is like 90 bucks per month or something yeah and it's definitely. like it's like wow you know that's the roadblock for a lot of producers, and I was wondering, um, do you think producers should start out with BeatStars and then work their way into YouTube, into ClickFunnels until they get enough money to like reinvest, um, or do you think they should just go all out um, on all platforms? Like, what is your, what has been your route? You know, have you split up into <coughs> other
1: platforms? You know, right. Uh, I think that yeah, I think that YouTube is is good. It's just you got to really know how to how to how to do it. I know a lot of people, producers just want to upload and really don't want to make content and be in front of the camera. So if you, if, if you are taking that route, uh, I I suggest, and I've heard people talk about this, is just make sure you have really, really good beats. Like your beats have to be really, really good if you're not going to be in front of the camera. Um, But I think that the route that I would take is, Focusing on putting stuff on BeatStars, especially because you can't post for free if you don't want to pay for you know the subscription and then work your way to your consistently paying the subscription. Collaborate with as many people as possible. Collaborate with as many, like free or not, whatever whatever it is, the more you collab and the more you're, uh, you, you know, you're tagging each other and you're networking and stuff like that. You're, you're bringing yourself to a lot of different people. There's going to be five to six, two to three, you know, people who see you from a collab, like, who is this guy? This this track sounds tight, who is this other guy? They click you and they see who you are, they follow you, and they start listening to your stuff. I mean, people don't really realize that part of it. They're just ignoring that part of it, but that happens and you just like, that's, you know, over time, five to 10 people over time starts growing. Um, so I would do YouTube, making sure you're posting, you know, you could do tight beats, but make sure you, you you know your keyword research. And I know a lot of people are having trouble with it. And I, you know, there's, there's some really good tutorials out there that really teach you, um, how to really keyword. And I think that if you do the right ones, like I've, yeah. I've had success not having a video blow up, only getting a few hundred views on my type B channel, but I targeted the right keyword and I got sales from it because nobody's really using that keyword ah, uh, or yeah. that that artist, you know? So it's just the way that you, you make, like people put, uh, you know, type B, like Drake type B, but people aren't thinking like, like Drake style instrumental, like stuff like that, just changing the words a little bit, or, you know, um, you know, Drake, Drake, Drake B, are beats that sound like drake you got to think about stuff like that people are are searching different ways not just drake type beat people are searching the, you know the algorithm you know the 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 youtube a different way so i would do that and then click funnels i think it's good to do click funnels if you're able to provide something that has a lot of value so i don't think that you necessarily need to do click funnels because you are able to do like lead magnets what they essentially do and then bring you into a sale oh yeah to do that for free on on different platforms like even mailchimp you can make like a a page i just think that you should offer a lot so like if you're a producer i know it's a lot of big producers who are coming up or who have like a really good um foundation they offer more than just the beat so offer beats and then like mixing service on top of like video content editing or content that goes with it or templates for them to to use for their marketing content um like if you post like right now, but I'm compiling different templates that I've created of like how I have my marketing and my my branding. And I'm going to give that away. But on top of that, it's going to come with uh, a, a sound pack or a loop pack. That's a way to take that yeah. and lead it. And then, you know, just collect those emails over time and, and the contact and just stay in touch and keep telling your story. And I think that's the route I would take. It's just, you know, I, I know I said a lot right there, but, you know, just building those relationships and then uh, and just taking it patiently but stay consistent and just water it it'll grow you'll figure it out people figure it out yeah
0: yeah i like that analogy um so you know a lot of people are trying to build a following um especially on instagram and you know you see these guys with like 50 followers and then like no views nothing on their beats Mm -hmm. but they're posting like every day um so i think that 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 gary v like volume mentality isn't working for a lot of people if it's oversaturated um
1: mm.
0: I think you know like it, it's hard to see people struggle like that because sometimes their beats are actually really good and they, you can right. tell they put in a lot of effort and stuff but it's just getting no views and then if when it's getting no views you know it's not getting many sales so like um you know what what would you suggest obviously you know you got 2000 followers which is you know pretty substantial compared to a lot of other people um what would you what would you suggest to producers trying to build up their reputation and
1: following on Instagram uh so that's something I'm still trying to build as well you know myself you know I I, like I have friends who are doing really well and I've seen their stuff just grow crazy over time and consistency is not the like I know that like you said that reference is good with Gary Vee it's not the only thing that you need volume is not the only thing you need I know people who have been way more consistent than me over time and have not been able to grow and I've same thing with me. I know people who maybe haven't been as consistent but know what they're doing and they're growing faster. And I think it's the way they're standing out. And a lot of a lot of it is studying your content, like what does well with your content. So like if you have a post that does well more than others, what do you, you got to study the saves, you got to study the likes, you got to study the comments, all the engagement in general, not just like the views are part of it, but the engagement in general, if you study that and then create a way where you're um, kind of mimicking that template, it helps you grow over time because a lot of the engagement is the reason why your your posts do well. Like if within like the, I think it's like the first 15, 30 minutes, I think Instagram, um, kind of judges your, your content from yeah. what I've, from what I've read. And I think that if you're able to stand out and keep creating content that just, you know, just is, is quick, like if you like, we'll take TikTok, for instance, like TikTok right now, a lot of it is pacing. Everything's really quick. So if you're able to understand the pacing of it, If you're able to understand like what type of content to like, if you're just providing as much value as possible in a very unique and and way, but also switching it up a little bit, it helps. And then study like reverse engineer success. That's the number one thing for me that's helped me is to be able to see what other people are doing, take ideas from it and then make it my own. And I'm not just watching like producers or like big end producers or like who are peers. I'm watching people like Bleacher Report, Complex, what are they posting? Um, what templates are they using like if they post a quote it's not just a quote on a, a black you know a black background it's right. like a picture they have a quote it looks very clean a little circle of a profile picture in the middle of it I study a lot of that stuff that's what helps me is to be able to study that and then when I provide value with that that's you know a lot of that um, helps out a lot
0: yeah that's true um what I do honestly is just uh, replicate and repeat, so like exactly. you find you go on explore page uh, and you find you know this video is performing super well um you can either save that video and then just repost it or you can try to recreate it to your own and then you know see if it performs and how it does how compare it to your brand you know you can't obviously you can't if you're a if you're an edm page you can't be posting beatmaker um and hip-hop stuff but like um, if it's relevant to your page and it's doing well, um, go for it. Like right. it's, uh, it's interesting the way the Instagram al- algorithm works. Cause some guys with 25,000 followers get 600 likes compared to a guy with 6,000 followers. He also gets 600 likes on a post. It, it's all about the engagement. Um, right. and so, you know, If you're, let's just say, you know, if you're listening to this right now and and you have like less than, you know, 500 followers, what I would do, this strategy works for me. Um, It has worked for me when I'm trying to build from the bottom from like literally zero um, to at least a thousand is um, I think Adam Ivey's talked about this before in the same kind of way. But like you need to be for 30 minutes to an hour every day DMing people just, you know. One, thanking them for following you. You know, that's key because they're going to remember that and they're not going to unfollow you because you've actually reached out to them. Um, And then two, just like other people, like engage and follow other people every single day. That's going to get people to view your profile, follow you back, like your stuff. Um, It kind of sucks in the beginning because you're not getting that much organic growth. But, you know, you really have to, do the do the work yourself at first before you get anything organically. Cause like there's these guys with like 150 followers that are like, you know, they have this super professional page and you know, they're so worried about their content when they're not engaging with anyone else. And they're kind of ghosting the platform, you know, no, nothing's going to come to you at first. You have to really just um, push yourself and get your name out there. Um, But, but yeah, you know, do you have any like general time management skills for producers um, that are trying to, you know, one obviously you can't be playing um, COD for like,
1: right, five hours a day. No, yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. But, yeah. That's something I struggle with, man. I was addicted to Overwatch, man. I was playing. <laughs> I used to play Call of Duty a lot, but I was playing Overwatch like too much at one point. And I was like, man, this is cutting in way too much. But I think that what helped to me is kind of. Um, I play my. I have a productivity planner. I learned that from Adam Ivy, it's right behind me actually. But I every night I pretty much prepare and write down everything that I wanna do for the next day. Like do my morning routine and then um, what kind of content I wanna prepare for that day, whether if it's on Instagram, YouTube or you know whatever. And then how much music I'm gonna make that day, I kinda of have a goal. And I, you know, I don't hit it every day, but I plan my, my day the night before. And then that day, you know that morning, I pretty much read what I have, drink some tea or whatever and then kind of just focus on that. And a lot of the stuff that I do, like if I'm making something for YouTube, I make sure that I can make it and be able to use it for Instagram. Not not every piece of content that way, but that's, you know, I take my content and I, and I you know, kind of just use it. And I forgot what it's called, it's like like parable, I don't know, some par- parallax, like- Yeah, mark. like a planner. Know. Yeah, like basically having everything prepared the night before and then, um, yeah, just taking time, like just chunks of my day out where I'm able to, um, actually do that work. Um, like whether it's early in the morning or late at night, cause you know, I have a kid, so a lot of my time has to be bounced around, but, uh, yeah, just make sure that I f- take out blocks of time the day before. And then that really helps me And video games, man. Like if you're not <laughs> able to balance it, cut it out because it, it will, it will take up a lot of your time. It'll take up yeah. a lot of your time. Uh, and I, I was a victim of it. Yeah. Yeah. On, uh,
0: on a cymatics podcast i forgot which one one of one of the guests said um you know t- about time management you know people will sit there on their phones for eight hours straight and, right. he, and he said how he could like fly to another country and then go surf eat lunch and then come <laughs> and then come back in eight hours and you sat in the same spot doing nothing productive Dang. for eight hours straight and you know that really got me thinking like how is that that's like the same thing as gaming. Like right. if you spend two hours a day on gaming, you know, you add that up. That's like multiple days a year of yep. straight gaming, like the whole time. Um, Definitely. And it's crazy if you think about it, like um, people, people are complaining, like, you know, you know, I, I don't have time to make beats and stuff. Another example, producer grind podcast, um, Aunt Chamberlain, mm-hmm. you know, he was in the navy, you know, and he still had time to make beats and he was right. still being successful. Like it doesn't really take it's not like a super time-consuming thing. Um so you know, people really don't have an excuse. Um but anyway. 100%. Uh, I agree with that. I noticed, you know, on your Instagram you're you're followed by Curtis King and Adam Ivy and these bigger names, you know. Um mm-hmm. how do you build those big connections and establish that authority you know like because tons of people they're following people on the same level but um it's really hard
1: to reach out to those higher names um what would you suggest i think that the problem with a lot of people is that they 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 see those bigger names and they try to approach it in a way where they're trying to get something from them but i think that if you're just like provide like commenting frequently people are going to notice you like people notice even me, I notice who comments on my stuff more than others. And I guarantee you the bigger people do as well. Like, I, I just kind of just commented. Like, I, when I first started growing this thing, I just commented as much as possible, uh, communicated and networked as much as possible, left feedback as much as possible. And I think that's what helped me. Uh, like, with Curtis King, the reason why he followed me is because I went to his producer, his producer, um, music producer event. He had like a live event where he live spoke, it was his first one. And I went to that and then from there he followed me uh and then after that i went to a second one but like i still pop in his live streams and stuff like that just because i feel like i'm learning something from him you know and and uh you know i think that you just don't don't try to go in like see these producers and think like or whoever and think like like i think that it would be a cool a cool like accolade just to have them follow me just just build the relationship i think and, and just be frequent frequent with it and and some i don't know just somehow it just aligns up you're not really looking to get followed by these. I, like i never mm. was like damn like i'm about to get followed by curtis king right like i never thought that i think that it just kind of just happened
0: yeah yeah it's interesting if you have that mentality you're not really gonna succeed with that you know like what am i gonna get from this person if they follow me you know right um it's more like, how am I going to build a connection with this person and actually provide them with values? They'll remember me and then I'll be, you know, valuable to them and we can feed off of each other and stuff, you know, like, um, you know, a lot of people are trying to hit up these bigger artists and they're like, you know, no one's going to respond and, or no one is responding to my DMS or anything. Um, you know, but if you're, if you're just ghost DMing, it's it's really not gonna work as much as you'd like to. Uh, rather, if you're you know engaging, like you said, with their posts, um, being in the live streams, yeah. exactly, exactly, and you're you know you're becoming that like known character that keeps coming back. You know, like that's what really gets people to listen. Um, right, for sure. You know, I want to talk a little bit about talk a little bit about uh, selling beats on Instagram. Um, a lot of people do it i've, I've noticed you know you have uh, an instagram story highlight or something um it says beat store you know um a lot of people have you know beat stores on their instagram but like should they be posting their beats as a post every
1: single time they upload a beat i just i think it depends on the beat i mean if that works for you you, you- you know, do that. I think that a route that I took that kind of didn't do as well. I mean, I still kind of want to do it, but I'm trying to do a different approach, which is posting beats. Like I did a lot of just posting beats and that kind of helped for a while. But I think that over time, so many people were doing it, that it wasn't really unique. It was just going through the same stuff. So it stopped standing out. Uh, But I think that uh, what helped me be able to get, I guess, more sales and, and, and a bigger fan base is going through hashtags that or for rappers like Coast to Coast Live or um, Four Bar Friday, like Damian Lillard Lillard raps on the side. And he has like a whole, um, basically an Instagram that somebody manages for him, for people who are rappers who just post four bar raps on Friday. So I would go to that hashtag, look for the people submitting for that, and they they repost the best one. So I go in, I DM the people. I'm like, yo, I just checked out your Four Bar Friday. Yo, you, you got crazy talent. I like your music. Pick out a song. I look, listen to one. Their, it takes time to listen to one of their songs like, yo, I really like this song and build that relationship and just keep communicating like just people who I noticed that I've, I've talked to over time that i built relationships with uh, that rap that um, weren't posting for a while. I'm like, hey, man, just checking it. How are you doing? Like, yeah, that I've worked with or whatever. That stuff goes a long way. It goes way better than just like trying to post a beat and just hope that somebody gets a sale like that. I tried that over and over, man. It doesn't work. It, it takes a lot of a lot of work um, behind the scenes. It takes a lot of networking and, and just trying to build a relationship and like we talked about earlier just providing as much valuable you know value as possible like hey man what do you try like i sent out an email to my clients like what new music are you working on during this quarantine um you know what new products do you have going on i didn't ask for anything in return i didn't say i had any new beats i just asked a question yeah and from exactly. that people my my site is on my email so the people click my email and they listen to the music from there like it's it's not asking for anything you're just giving mm-hmm. give 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 and then it's like what gary vee talks about it he has a book about this it's called like jab 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 or jab yeah, jab jab yeah, book yeah. and it, pre- it pretty much talks about that and it goes a long way And you start i started doing it more that way because i'm actually building and listening to these people grow i've had artists that i've worked with that are just getting better and better and i just like hearing that progress you know so that's yeah something I
0: exactly do. and then if you have the mentality of like what am I going to get from this person? You know, exactly what I said um, last question. Like, what am I going to get from this person? You shouldn't have that mentality. You should like, you should have the mentality of how am I going to be this person's like friend? Honestly, like you want to build friends and relationships rather than market. It's, you shouldn't look at it. You shouldn't look at it as like marketing. You should look at it as like networking with other people like me so I can become friends with them. You know, like, right that's going to go a long way um but yeah let's have you have you d- experimented at all with tiktok like i know your yeah. your videos are a little uh th- i feel like they could be in tiktok you know that have the same structure
1: yeah i've i've done i've done tiktok a little bit i think that for me i don't really necessarily want to go that route just because it's not it's not really like i don't want to be sitting there having to dance every video to, to try to get attention or something like if that happens, nat- I like dancing. So if I, it happens naturally, I'll do it. But um, I have tried it and I've, I've realized I've made a lot of mistakes. Like I edit my videos in Adobe Premiere and yeah. TikTok's algorithm does not like that. I just listened to a post about this actually the other day, but uh, they prefer if you edit on their actual platform, like th- that stuff kind of like flopped the content. So I realize there's a lot of particulars that come with it. I just don't want to take the time to to just learn that whole new um, platform when I can just focus mainly on YouTube or mainly on Instagram yeah, and then yeah. eventually work that way. And SignMedics talks about that too as well as like focusing on one, you know, one platform or two platforms would really focus on that platform.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I, for, for people that are trying to grow on all platforms, you know, you should focus on one at a time, like you said. Um, but in my opinion, you should focus on Instagram the most. I think that's kind of a no brainer at this point, you know, like, um, it's, it's the best way for you. I mean, you can literally communicate with some of the top dogs in the, in the industry on your phone, um, and connect with people on your phone. Like you can, you think about it, you can run your business on your phone in one app. It's crazy. So so like, so like people need to stop taking that for granted, like know that. There are thousands, if not like hundreds of thousands, of other people exactly like you, exactly like what you're doing, doing what you're doing. You know, um, that would be down to collab and stuff. So, um, for sure. But uh,
1: yeah, man, that's I'm pretty much out of questions. Uh, well, I kind of wanted to ask you some questions. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go for
0: ahead, go ahead. Yeah, sure. yeah. So
1: like, I, I really like your content and the way you're setting up, and you're you're providing a lot of you know value. With just different, uh, like the, the reposts that you have are good. Like you're reposting things that I think that are valuable. Like maybe somebody that uh, might not have saw on their feed. Right. And you're just like reposting like the best YouTube channels to post. Or like, you know, providing different value as far as like where to find the best content and stuff like that. And I think that uh that's a dope route to take. And I wanted to kind of ask like what made you want to take that route? Because I see that. How old are you, by the way? I'm 15. I'm like, Dude, what the hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. You're <laughs> That's crazy. That's good. Like, like a 15 year old doing like what I was when I was 15, I just started learning how to make beats and you're already producing content with the music. You know, that's crazy, man. So I just kind of want to see your story. Appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I first got into it
0: um, just obviously I I first got into EDM. You know, I was a big EDM guy. You know, I was into Dead Mouse. I was into uh, all these monster cat guys.
1: Oh yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and uh, I really liked it, but then I realized, you know There's more to there's more to music and electronic music and like there's more I can do than just EDM in the DAW and I realized I already I already have the skills to to you know make beats and I really like making beats You know the, the fact that you can go from one song to the next in 15 minutes is insane. Like you ever think about that? Like for EDM, it's like, you're working on the same thing for three months, you know? And then it doesn't get plays, but with beats, it's like, you can literally make, you can whip up a beat in like 15 minutes, you know? For sure. And it's like going from hopping on from like one idea to the next is insane. Like I I was just so happy I could do that. So I first started getting into it and, um, I just had so much fun downloading like free cymatics packs, just, you know, just for fun. Um, and just doing little, you know, finger drumming, um, on my little MPK mini, um, oh, yeah. just for fun. But like, you know, there's more to, and then I realized there's even more, there's even more of a market, you know, on Instagram. And then I found this Gary V post in my, in my Instagram, my personal Instagram. I was just browsing this mm-hmm. Gary V ad. And I was like, huh, what's this guy? He's seems to be very energetic and crazy right. and so i was like you know what's this all about got into it started listening to his stuff binged every single like piece of content <laughs> you know we, we all have that phase you know you yeah. binge gary v for like a month <laughs> exactly s- straight and then you're like okay yeah. I, need to, I, yo, I need to do something now you know right um but but yeah and then i realized how much how much uh time i have you know like i'm literally in my bedroom mm-hmm. I don't have bro. to, I don't have to pay for rent. I'm doing all this. Damn, bro. You're beyond your years. You don't know how, <laughs>
1: like, I wasn't thinking that way when I was 15, man. That's very wise. And that's a great example to be like, you're way ahead, way Appreciate ahead of it. the game, man. Like you're going to, if you keep this up, I promise you, bro, you would be like the next forefront of it because you know, you're already emulating, immolate- like you're, you're, you know, Gary, I'm sure, you know, as Gary V says, like, don't listen to what I'm saying. Uh, Like pretty much do what he's doing. Yeah, you know, for the most part, if you look at Producer Grind and the, the new uh, morning podcast, I wouldn't be surprised if you got that idea from Tea Time with Gary Vee, like the yeah, way that yeah. he has like these quarantine interviews, right. it's like the s- same concept and it's genius because he saw something that's not being done in the producer market and he's doing that and I'm, I'm seeing great success for him and I'm entertained, by it. I'm learning a lot from it. Um, and I think it's a good idea. So like being able to see what Gary Vee is doing, he just posts a whole different bunch of ideas, I feel like, as far as like content oh ideas. God and then Dude. you just take one and just put it in your niche you, you'll you'll go man like it'll, it'll just grow over time same same just...
0: thing with steven cymatics like nothing exactly. but sauce nothing but sauce bro,
1: that that is the best podcast <laughs> hands down shout that out podcast yeah yeah cymatics is like steven cymatics like steven in general like with the that nothing but sauce podcast bro <laughs> game
0: changer game <laughs> changer. but sauce
1: shout out shout
0: out shout out cymatics you know for sure fingers crossed they're watching this that'd be awesome (laughs) but uh but yeah i think you know i just got into it found found this opportunity like definitely you you know all my peers are just you know sitting on their phones on tiktok all day and it's like i can't do that you know i just have that in me i can't i can't just consume i have to i have to create and i have to like you know build something because I have all this time, you know, there's like school and then entertainment and then friends. And that's like all, all we, all we have to do right now. Um, and like the mentality of like, you know, I just want to stay, stay home, not, not pay rent, not do anything. Right. Just, you know, why would you do that? What, you know, we have like a gap, a four year gap in high school to Mm -hmm. like build, literally pave and start up your career, you know? And I, it's just, insane i see so many people not taking that for granted you know especially in the united states like what
1: you know you're ahead of the game bro like dude i think that it's hard for people to think long term like even i think producers like even my age you know i'm 28 people right now are still trying to just get in like placing beats which is great you know that's uh, that's awesome but don't don't feel down or flustered that you're not getting to where you want to be like just think of the long-term goal that's what you're thinking about you're not thinking about man i you know i'm just going to coast through high school and whatever when life gets there, like when life after high school when it happens it happens you're taking advantage of that time that you have now and people take that for granted 100 yeah i took i took it for granted in some point actually like when i was 15 i was making a lot of beats like, I, I was just focused on making beats, but a, a lot of people, my peers, like you notice, like, they're not going to, th- they're not thinking that way. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Not everybody has their own journey, but that's great that you're doing that at this age, man, because it's going to pay off. You, like, stay with it. I'm telling you right now, stay bro, with it. It's going to pay off. Appreciate it. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I could
0: talk about this all day, you know, but like, it's, sure. it's, too. it's, 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 it's mind blowing. Um, do more than just producing. Yep. You know, like, right, like really get into it like you can't you can't just produce beats um right a lot of people do a lot of people that's that's their way you know um but the guys that you see doing that also have a youtube channel like right they're making content on what they're doing right. so mm-hmm. if if you're just making beats and you're not making any like videos that express personality or any of that it's just it's just going to waste because you're not, right. you're not expanding,
1: you know? Um, Building that brand, yeah. Facts, sure. facts. There's uh, so many opportunities, man. Like, when I was 15, I, like, the, YouTube was just starting. There was just dang. one or two people doing how-to or with, two or two, like, tutorials. There was like, literally just two platforms for, like, tutorials, and that was it. Um, and it's crazy to see how it's going over time. Like, not even with, like, live streaming beats. Like, I, last night I did, like, a Twitch stream to, to test it. I'm about to start doing, like, Twitch streams. I think that like, that's another, like all the opportunities you have, you don't have to show your face. You can be on Twitch, no face cam yeah. and have a microphone plugged in and just talk like, yo, this is what I'm doing. I'm like, make the beat be enter- you know be entertaining. There's, I think it's good to find what platform matches your personality the most. Yeah. And then just focus on that platform. It doesn't have to be every single platform, but just focus on that platform. And I think that'll pay up. Like instead of just making beats, why not make beats do a live stream and show your process while doing it. And exactly. also teaching somebody else, somebody's watching you learning your process. You know, people watch Bob Ross for a reason. You know, like <laughs> yeah. like, like the guy's just sitting there painting, but the, he just has his his character with it. Right, it just his style. a different dynamic. There's other fire ass painters out there, but at the same time, he's just bringing his personality with it. And I think that's what people need to do. Everybody has their own, you know, unique personality. Right. Facts. Facts. Dude, like, uh, what was
0: I just thinking about? It was um. All oh, right. 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 Symat. cymatics. Um. They were right. talking about. I forgot this guy's name Moonboy I think like mm-hmm. uh, in the dubstep scene um you know he does more than just produces dubstep like you have to you know people people like you said people take it for granted um you just need to what I'm trying to say is do more than just produce I already said this before you know I'm just kind right, of repe- right. I'm just kind of repeating myself but do That's more than just point, do more than just produce because you know there's so many different avenues you can take like like what you're doing with the um uh with making uh beats and music for um movies and shows and that whole scene that's an entirely different market and um people sleep on that people, people. sleep on it all the time you can't just be in this day and age you can't i'm sure you can for some people for like the 0.1% you know but like right. you can't just be um a producer As in, like, yo, I'm gonna produce music um, for rappers, and that's gonna be my entire career. My entire career is gonna be based around that. You see, guys, say you know, say they're producers, but they really have a beat store, a YouTube channel, and they're making content on the daily. You don't see guys that are just Mm -hmm. making beats that are doing super, super well. So just not not much of them, yeah. Right, right. So it's hard to get in that little loop, you know. Now that there's like millions of producers posting all the time. Yeah. You go into the um you go on Instagram, you go to like hashtag you know beatmaker or something like that. There's a, literally a new beat every thirty seconds.
1: Yeah, there is. I've I've sat there and refreshed it. There yeah, is.
0: It's crazy. You just mm-hmm. seriously right now take out your phone. Go on like Instagram. <laughs> hashtag beatmaker you know dude, dude keep keep refreshing. refreshing. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna have something completely new. Like a whole like yeah. you know like empire state building of scrolling just just beats beat beat after beat you know just if you have more than beats if you provide more than just beats and music you're going to be much better and that's just the the theme that i've seen going on
1: but and if you do do that like what i would recommend if you do just want to post beats and not and not be in front of the camera and stuff like that or even make content you just don't feel like doing that put your music into television you can send your music that you create for television i like people are i worked for a, a, a i work for a really big library right now that's like top three for reality tv mm-hmm. do tons of shows all over the, like all over and yeah. th- put your music to the side or have a track that you already made change it up a little bit like put it up maybe uh like like a a, a whole step and a half or something and then change the drums just a little bit and submit that for television you can and, and, and get a placement off that like television over time will pay you for the rest of your life like if you listen to a lot of wow. people who are really in this, they they don't like the people don't realize like you this compounds over time. This eliminates the need for a 401k. If you ever get into trouble where you you're making beats and your sales stop for a little bit, if you have that royalty, that back end that's paying you every three months, like just thousands and thousands of dollars, it just compounds over time. That is easy, just turn in 10 beats or five to ten beats a week, yeah. for these libraries and and just try to get these placements and do that as a side hustle. It will pay <sighs> off. You will not have to worry about like dang like i'm not selling as much beats this, this month because you're getting that back in with it and if you want to make music for artists and get that you know royalties that way as well do that too yeah yeah t- for TV real rerun over time you know you, the artist might fade away but a tv uh tv show or like Kardashian season two is still <laughs> it's still airing like right right you gotta understand that people are still getting paid for that so I that's, think that's insane it's a sleeper people yeah, that's, sleep on that dude that's what now
0: that i think about that like i, I didn't even realize till, till you said you know like those beats aren't even that like, they're not even that fire. Crazy. They're not even that complex. You know, some like, of them
1: are fire, bro. Oh, like, people yeah. keep that, too, for sure. But yeah, like, yeah, I, I, they're not that. You're right. They're you know a lot of them aren't. that not, crazy.
0: They're not crazy. Like you think of every commercial. There's commercials going on twenty four seven, right? Every single ad, commercial, anything, it's gonna have music behind it. So yep. if you if you're one of those like um people that just 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 make a library. Now that I, what I what I would do is just make a library of like um, stuff and just replicate what you see, um,
1: mm, dude. Do it. That's, that's it. That's it right there, man. Dude. That's it. If you get into a library, too, what I could I'm about to make. I'm like right now I'm making a lot of content revolve around this. But what I would do is I would go online. I would look up different music libraries. Right now I'm doing something with my company that I work with where I'm giving like producers a chance to like do a submission application fee. And then work with them. And the reason why I would do that is because a lot of a lot of these companies are competing with each other, trying to get in with these shows. And a lot of composers are working with them. They're not really, there's not really a, a super strict filter as far as who they're bringing on. And the people they actually use the core people they actually use is a very small amount. And and if you can get in with that group and and instead of waiting for them to say, like, look, we need music for the Real Housewives of New York. You can be like, look, I have these five new tracks. I was watching Real Housewives of whatever, whatever show that that company works on. I have these tracks ready. Uh, here, here are some tracks in these styles or whatever, whatever styles there. Whether it's like comedy or like, like just trap, you know, whatever. And send a, send that out every. Just have them expect it every five, every like five every week. Just keep feeding them and feeding them and feeding them. And over time, you'll see that like blow up. And you can you can work for multiple libraries depending on what uh, kind of deal you do, like non-exclusive and stuff like that yeah. and i kind of, kind of what i want to like tell producers is like every time you hear music anywhere anywhere all all types of content you need to be thinking that could be you like even for tiktok right now oh god why dude, people are trying to whole, be like that's a whole people, hour man that's like dude for sure i i have friends right now who are blowing up on tiktok for the simple fact they made a beat that got big for a dance challenge wow. like for and, and people aren't thinking of that. Like, why not think of, like, I could be the producer for this TikTok creator. These big TikTok creators are getting millions of followers, millions of views. Why don't you think of, instead of, like, I'm trying to be this rapper's producer, why don't you think I could be this rapper producer, and I can have this relationship with this TikTok artist making beats for their content, and then I can bring rappers to them, and vice versa. Like, it could be a whole fish, like, a whole circle of just music dude not and only I,
0: that but like what we were saying before paid you know paying other people to advertise you yeah i think the only way that would work um the only platform is tiktok you know that i think about it like if if you pay like 20 bucks for some dancer to literally just dance and try to at least attempt to start a trend um on one of your tracks um obviously you got to make sure sh- you got to really study your track and make sure it's like tiktok like a you know ready you know it, it right. has that catchy you know it has something it has unique with it yeah something unique you know but like i've noticed you know these guys they just are some people distort their songs on purpose to have mm. that low quality you know yeah. like um like meme sound to it um which is insane because people pick up on that like yeah i'm sure like one like 30 percent of like every single video has that like um has just that distortion.
1: Yeah, like that. that, that meet, I know exactly what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. It just sounds like crazy quality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude. There's. Yeah, you, know. you can pay on Instagram too, man. I've I've paid before. Uh, to collab with, with um Instagram producers who are doing well, like, uh, like Eldre. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Like I want to say last year, I he we did. I started building a relationship with them and then like I bought one of his t-shirts and then I um, did a collab, but I paid, I was like, yo, let's do it. Like, you know, I'm going to pay for a collab. So I paid and did an Instagram beat video and I, I got like a lot of success from that too, as well I was, I was able to see followers come from that and more, you know, plays on beat stars and stuff like that, just because people saw me from that and I was able to build relationships from that as well. So you, you can, you can do it on Instagram. You just gotta, I think that <clears throat> that part of Instagram is not as fresh as like TikTok, TikTok right now, you're going to be paying a little bit cheaper. And yeah. you could do that with you know certain TikTok artists, and uh, a lot of TikTok people who are, are blowing up are kind of humble as well. They're not really looking for like, I wouldn't say look for the high million ones, but look for the people who have a couple like twenty thousand, thirty thousand. Yeah, and not yeah. With them Because they're still getting things I blow up here and there. There's like five million views here. thanks like, Yeah. Get that. You know, can you beat in there? Build that club beats, <laughs> dance beats. Like, dude, you could do that in your sleep.
0: Yeah. The thing is with uh, EDM, uh, like what I was saying at the very, very beginning, um, we're almost—I mm-hmm. think we're almost at an hour, which is awesome. Like the last thirty minutes, I didn't even plan any of that. That was really good. Sure. Yeah. But uh, but for real, like some of these, you know, EDM guys, like that I have a really close relationship with, um, mm-hmm. they're they're insanely talented producers. Like you compare their workflow and their you know techniques, all these little things that go into it, it's mm-hmm. like light years ahead. Of like the hip hop world, oh, but yeah. for some reason the hip hop world still shines um, over the EDM world in like pop in like a, let's just say a popularity contest. Obviously, hip hop's gonna win, but right. like, I mean, it is insane. And like the hours and hours and dedication these guys put into their tracks that get like fifty plays. Oh yeah, is insane. Like I think people need to have that perspective. Like, could you imagine? This, this is why I could not do this because I'd lose inspiration on that track after like, you know, couple weeks, right? You know, like, you know, I'm sure like, cause, cause hip hop producers, beat makers were, we're spoiled. Um, because we get to jump on the next awesome idea, you know, hop on Quickly, the next yeah. thing, you know, but like with some of these EDM guys, it's just the same track for three months. Could you imagine making the same beat? for three months it'd be stuck in your head and then you get sick of it and then it's just the same process so it's like a, it's a different art form for sure yeah so i'm not you know no no hate or no shame on the uh on the
1: Oh, he's hating know. man no, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> uh, but like nah, for sure it's it's, it's, it's a cool. whole different world yeah there's so many different i mean there's so many different lanes you get i don't yeah like, like you said i don't think he, there's even like anything wrong with that yeah being yeah like yeah it does get like i know exactly what you mean where you listen to your beat too much over time if you're working on it and you just start to hate it like dude this sucks but it's just because you listen to it so much you're used to it and you're not yeah. expecting like you, you already know how it's going to sound but yeah. i think that like being able to create a track for three months and it comes out fire like i think the reason why skrillex is crazy and able to adapt at any genre that he does right now is because of that time that he took and meticulous time over time where he spending yeah. like a couple exactly. weeks or whatever on a track that like this dude can go into trap or hip, you know, trap or hip hop easily and make a banger. Like it's mm-hmm. like he belongs in that in that genre. Right, um, right. So I think that's cool. You know, that's that's cool about EDM producers. I think that Excellent. like you should you should teach some stuff like that about too. Like what stuff you learned from creating EDM and how you translate that to hip hop because that's unique. And EDM producers are way more meticulous than hip hop producers. I feel like most hip hop producers.
0: Yeah yeah it's crazy dude i saw this video uh on genius um it's about the guys who made i don't know the producer names you know i'm not into that but like um and i'm still working my way around that but like Mm -hmm. um these guys i'll probably put the put the video below but these guys literally like they have like three clips going like three um uh dude i just blanked out on that uh, what are they called they got patterns uh, patterns patterns yeah okay. they have like four patterns in the whole song and the same hi-hat loop the whole time <laughs> it was it was like what like <laughs> like dude literally like if you spent like i mean no hate no hate because no, that's really literally mean. like a number one song you know on the um everyone everyone knows that song you know mm-hmm. but it's crazy how it was like produced um and they were and they were even acknowledging it too like they were in the video they were like you know y'all are gonna come at us like it's a simple beat it's a simple beat and they were like duh like we know like
1: <laughs> i wonder i wonder if you was it mo bamba the song mo bamba I mean, maybe song was it was
0: it? it was old Town. no it was the box it was the box
1: uh, oh oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah! i see that one yeah no, you're right that, that you know when i heard that beat I thought it was way more intricate too. Like when Me I too. listened to the actual genius, like yeah. <laughs> they put it together. I mean, it's genius because of how simple it was, oh, but, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I was like, damn, this beat is so crazy. And then when I actually see how, saw how they put it together, I was like, damn, like it actually wasn't wow. that complicated. Yeah. That was like a eight exactly. minute video. It's not even, <laughs> it's
0: not even in again, another thing that's different from the EDM scene, the hip hop scene. It's like EDM scene. You got, you know, there's a barrier, you know, there's a wall. There's like mm. these guys who, you know, downloaded like the free feature-based Cymatics pack or whatever um, and are just using loops or chilling out with serum. Um, and then there's these guys like um, like Brooks or Skrillex or these top-notch EDM guys that just have so much in, in their brain of just, they exact, they know exactly what to do. Every button, you know, every knob. right hip hop world it's not, the gap is like it's like way 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 shorter like yeah you know yeah. it's not saying that they're not as skilled it's like you don't have to be you don't have to invest as much time into getting good at production like it's 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 more of like a creative thing you know yeah the game has definitely changed for
1: sure for sure it, like before the, the, like melody like loop packs and stuff like that weren't really big when I, I mean, they were, they weren't, it was kind of like almost shamed, like frowned upon in the hip hop community before If it's kind of like almost having like a, I feel like a ghost producer or something, uh, back in the day, like if you were using like looper, loop master or whatever, looper cloud yeah, or whatever, yeah. you know, those loop, loop packs before, but now it's actually like looked at it, like you said in a creative way, which is, I think it's good. I think it's cool that you're able to, um, not have to spend time learning how to be a, a super dope, uh, you know. Um, sound creator, like creating yeah. sounds and stuff like that. And I think that, uh, the, you know, people are kind of shining their talents on their different areas. But yeah, I, I noticed that EDM producers know, know they, they, they know how to actually create sounds from scratch and take the time to do, you know, layer a kick the correct way or you know it's
0: insane and
1: then lfo tools
0: and automations—it's a whole nother game whole nother like all the phasers and lfos on everything it's like what like yeah like oh yeah i use this lead which is actually three layers which has this lfo and this reverb yeah. effect and this you know it's like so much stacked on right when you know we we'll are just be like dragging in a kick you know from the, from yeah. the pack which is okay you know there's nothing wrong with that but you know i mean
1: Hey, but if Deadmau, yeah. if Mouse doesn't have to learn piano, like you, like look, man, like dude. you can do anything. Oh like, my god! Like, dude, you could be any type of producer. I was sampling Mouse last night. Deadmau, Deadmau, uh, uh, <laughs> you and I.
0: Dude, he, he's 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 so controversial. I want to talk about him so much, but it's not even worth the time. He was on Fortnite. You know, he's was, he's was on like a Fortnite live event, like oh, yesterday, I think. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's when funny. when like a, when like a year. Like, a year ago, he, like, dissed them on, for copying PUBG on his, like, on his Twitter. You know how he, like, yeah, goes he's, after people?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he goes hard, man. He goes, <laughs> I watch a couple of his live streams, too, as well. I think it's cool, though, that he does get people involved. Like, you know how um, The Velt, how he had somebody basically turn in, like, a track. That, he made the, the track The Velt. It was just the instrumental. Uh-huh. And then he was in his live stream. He was live streaming before anybody was really doing it. Yeah, and that's then true. A guy said, like, I did a track to, you know, your song. Check it out and then it oh yeah, yeah 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 that, like that's that was that's cool yeah
0: i remember that he was like whoa these vocals are insane you know and then he got him on there and boom. yeah he, pay,
1: he had him he paid for him and everything it was crazy
0: yeah man well that's that's you know that's all i got i think that's a wrap um, for sure man i really appreciate you being on
1: here like i appreciate the opportunity to tons like, and
0: I, tons I, of value out of this i hope know? so
1: bro like i like i like uh, the idea you have and keep it up.